Hey, how's it going? It's uh, Monday, November 15th, 2021. Monday, November 15th, 2021. I hope you had a good weekend. Uh, mine was pretty good. Things uh, happened, you know, got some exercise. Went into, uh, went into the park. Worked out a little bit in the park. Um, <clears throat> PVTV, Political Views TV Podcast. That's what you Google to find me and tell your friends to Google those four words, Political Views TV Podcast. I'll show up right at the top of the search. I truly appreciate you coming every day. And uh, you guys that listen to me over the weekend, that's so awesome of you. It really is. Uh, if you can, bring someone with you uh, today or, or tomorrow and tweet to me questions or insights or come fight with me. Maybe you want to school me on something. Maybe you want to alert me. Alert, alert. There's a story you're not covering. Let me know. I'll, I'll talk about it. You know, um, it was a busy weekend. And even I was surprised. The U.S. Justice Department revealed Friday that Steve Bannon was indicted by a federal grand jury on two counts of contempt of Congress after failing to comply with a subpoena issued by the House panel investigating, investigating the insurrection. Remember, he was asked to bring documents and he was uh, asked to show up to testify. So that's the, those are the two counts. <clears throat> the public corruption and civil rights section of the U.S. Attorney's Office for the District of Columbia is prosecuting the case. U.S. Attorney Matthew M. Graves explained Friday that according to the indict indictment, uh, Bannon refused to appear to give testimony as required by subpoena and refused to pr produce documents in compliance with the subpoena. Uh, the development comes as, you know, U.S. Attorney, we talked about this on Friday, um, uh, U.S. Attorney uh, General Merrick Garland is under pressure for his inaction to hold Trump and his allies accountable for the insurrection, which led to the former president's historic second impeachment and other alleged crimes, with some critics even calling for uh, Garland to be removed from the Justice Department or to, to step down. Garland said Friday, since my first day in office, I have promised Justice Department employees that together we would show the American people by word and deed that the department adheres to the rule of law, follows the facts and the law, and pursues equal justice under the law. Uh, he wants to be seen as separate from the Biden's administration. I understand that. But uh, I think you need to move a little bit faster. Today's charges reflect the department's steadfast uh, commitment to these principles. Uh, that's what he went on to say. Uh, the Justice Department statement noted, each contempt of Congress count that Bannon faces carries a minimum of 30 days and a maximum of one year in jail, as well as a, a fine of $100 to $1,000 each. A federal district court judge will determine any sentence after considering the U.S. sentencing guidelines and other statutory factors. Uh, Steve Bannon turns him, turned himself into the FBI today on those criminal contempt charges. Uh, Bannis, uh, Bannon was defiant when addressing uh, TV cameras, saying, we're taking down the Biden regime. <laughs> uh, uh, the Department of Justice said each count carries, uh, well, like I said, minimum. A maximum of a year in jail. He is expected to be in court uh, this afternoon. Uh, the case was referred to Judge Carl Nichols, who was appointed by Trump, by the way, 
Um, he is expected to be released on his own recognizance after uh, court, uh, but we'll see what happens. I doubt that they'll put him in right away. Uh, as we talked about Friday, the Z Biden summit starts late today, uh, Tuesday morning for Z and Monday night for Biden because of the time change. Uh, a senior aide said that the um, time difference, rather. A senior aide said the meeting would likely last several hours and that Biden and Z would uh, speak uh, through interpreters, but refused to say who would be attending with the president or how the summit would be structured. Uh, one thing is clear. Rising tensions between mainland China and Taiwan will be a priority for the U.S. China has been scaling up military exercises near Taiwan, uh, a, a show of force that has not gone unnoticed by the Biden administration. I mean, we've all noticed. I, how many times have I reported about uh, Chinese planes and sorties uh, going into uh, uh, Taiwan air, airspace? How many times have we had that story? Numerous times. Uh, an official said, our policy towards Taiwan has been consistent and remains consistent, and I expect the president to reaffirm that. I'm not going to further predict what the president is going to say tomorrow night, but I certainly expect it to be a topic of conversation. <clears throat> now, they say that they've been consistent, but they're consistent in their inconsistence <laughs> because they haven't officially recognized Taiwan as a country. So they're going to be consistent in not recognizing it, but also defending it that, because they have an agreement to defend it. So it's kind of, they're really in a gray area here. Uh, two issues that dominate the U.S.-China economic relationship, tariffs and supply chain woes, will take a backseat Monday uh, to more pressing security concerns. Uh, a senior Biden administration official told reporters on Sunday, I, I do not expect tariffs to be something that will be on the agenda for tomorrow night. But, uh, you know, Z, convincing the U.S. to lift the tariffs imposed by Trump on approximately $370 billion worth of Chinese-made goods is a major policy priority for Beijing. I, I'll say, negotiating from a position of strength would be Biden saying, back off from Taiwan and we'll discuss lifting those tariffs. But of course, Xi desperately wants Taiwan. Um, I, I was looking into the reasons for this. I mean, it, 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 Taiwan's been sitting there for 40 years. Uh, with this imposition uh, of Huawei and the, the uh, chip manufacturers uh, and China not getting chips, many of these chips are made in Taiwan. If, if, if uh, China takes over Taiwan, they'll get control of these chips and the U.S. will have to deal with Taiwan. That's how, why they desperately want it. Uh, NVIDIA is there. Uh, a couple other chip makers are there. AM, uh, AMD. I think AMD has has uh, a manu uh, manufacturing facilities there, but they also have a, a, a manufacturing in uh, Malaysia. Uh, White House uh, aides have said a goal of the summit is to ensure that what it calls intense competition with China does not lead to conflict. Uh, the official said, we want to make clear our intentions and our priorities to avoid misunderstandings. The president will also make clear that we want to build common sense qu uh, uh, quadrails, guardrails, 
<laughs> to avoid miscalculation or misunderstanding. Um, that's how you uh, sustain responsible competition. <clears throat> I, I spelt guardrails with a Q. <laughs> Silly me. Uh, Biden also uh, intends to discuss China's human rights record at the meeting, uh, which, of course, will be met with stay out of our internal affairs, you know, with the Uyghurs and everything. We've discussed the Uyghurs numerous times uh, in the uh, 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 Xinjiang region. uh, region? What is it? I I forget the region. Um, Despite tensions, Washington and Beijing have, you know, recently, as we discussed last week, sought to highlight the cooperation on issues where the two countries' interests converge. Uh, this was seen at COP26 climate conference in Glasgow, Scotland. Uh, there, Chinese and American envoys announced a surprise joint agreement to set new targets for scaling back fossil fuel consumption. Uh, together, the United States and China, and as I said, China is, is the, uh, the bigger emitter here, Uh, The United States and China are responsible for more than 35% of greenhouse gas emissions worldwide. That's one-third just the the two countries. Although China produces uh, more than double what America does, but think about it. China has 10 times the amount of people, and they only uh, uh, emit double. So America really is the worst, uh, per capita, is the worst a fossil fuel um, uh, emitter of carbon, di- uh, carbon dioxide and methane, etc. Global warming. After last week's loss by Republican Governor Greg Abbott of Texas, uh, Tennessee was next. Remember, we talked about this. Uh, a federal court dealt Tennessee Governor Bill Lee a setback yesterday after ordering, <clears throat> excuse me, after ordering the state to put a newly signed law banning mask mandates in classrooms on ice due to possible confusion confusion it creates in school. If you remember, Texas last week was found to violate the the American with Disabilities Act by banning mask mandates in school. Remember that? Uh, Tennessee now must maintain its mask requirement from November 11th, which the uh, commercial appeal um, pointed out was the day before Republican governor signed the bill into law. Uh, Lee was immediately met when he uh, signed the bill with a challenge by eight students with disabilities who, through their parents, filed a lawsuit, just like in in, in uh, Texas. So we know the, uh, what's going to happen here. Likely happen. Yeah, you never know with uh, judges, actually. Moving on. Documents released Friday reveal how, in early 2020. The Trump administration downplayed the deadly danger posed by the uh, COVID-19 pandemic, silencing and sidelining top health officials who tried to warn the public and destroying evidence of political interference while issuing these rosy declarations that the outbreak was totally under control and would soon be over. No worries. Nothing to see here. Look the other way. (laughs) Why? We covered these stories. Non-stop last year. Non-stop we covered these stories where Trump was covering uh, uh, this or that up. You remember, if you were here, you know. The emails and transcripts uh, transcripts released by the House Select Committee on uh, the coronavirus crisis show that the CDC became aware that the highly infectious virus that causes uh, COVID was spreading rapidly. 
Uh, agency officials requested to hold briefings about mass guidance and other issues. Their requests were denied. Request denied. Request denied. <laughs> uh, top Trump officials also moved uh, to block the uh, CDC from publishing information about the pandemic and tried to alter the agency's morbidity and mortality weekly reports to reflect Trump's unrealistically optimistic COVID-19 messaging, which included such claims in January and February uh, 2020 as, we have it totally under control, and the outbreak is uh, going to have a very good ending. Remember when Trump said that? And that infections would uh, be down close to zero within days. Nothing to see here. <laughs> oh, man, I hate to laugh at all the death, you know, but... It's like it's like Trump is a it's like a cartoon bad guy. He does things that are just so over the top. It's like a cartoon. I mean, seriously. Just as we talked about right here in Daily Reports, as all this happened, uh, confirmation comes in the emails and transcripts that detail how, in the early days of 2020, Trump and his allies in the White House blocked media briefings and Trump uh, and interviews with CD officials, uh, attempted to alter public safety guidance, uh, normally cleared by the agency, and instructed agency officials to destroy evidence that might be construed as political interference. Isn't that something? The documents further underscore how Trump appointees tried to undermine the work of scientists and career staff at the CDC to control the administration's messaging on the spread of the virus and the dangers of transmission and infection. This is why so many people died. And remember, the death toll, 760,000 right now. We know by my report way back in October that was confirmed... Six months later? Or was it seven months later? By the University of Washington. When I contacted the CDC. And they told me that the, the, uh, 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 the numbers did not reflect certain things. And when I did the math, my numbers matched the University of Washington's numbers. Way back, way back in October. Mid-October when I did this story. October 21st and 22nd, I think. My numbers, my math that I used back then, when I used it in uh, six months later to confirm the University of Washington's reports, my numbers were off by 10,000. Oops, I just bumped you. Sorry about that. My numbers were off by 10,000. That's that's less than, that. that's, uh, uh, I think at the time they were saying 900,000 deaths way back then. I mean, now it's like 1.3 million deaths. Uh, 900,000 deaths way back then. Uh, different, uh, 10,000, uh, that, that's one in 90. That's only within 1%. The whole University of Washington and me got it right. Moving on. Uh, uh, Friday's revelations following reporting uh, Thursday that ABC News correspondent Jonathan Carl's new book, Betrayal, the final act of the Trump show, contains details about how the former president's re-election team ordered a stop to COVID-19 testing during the June 2020 outbreak in which infected campaign staffers and Secret Service agents spread the virus before, during, and after the rally in Tulsa, Oklahoma uh, arena. If you, 
If you remember my report on that, that's the rally where Herman Cain caught COVID and died. He was a guy that was running for president. The the uh, uh, the black Republican who owned the uh, pizza chain. What piece? He was CEO of a pizza chain. What pizza chain was that? I forget. I forget. But yeah, he died. And according to uh, the new book, a senior Trump campaign official said, we killed Herman Cain. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, moving on. Kyle Rittenhouse. Closing arguments are uh, readied for the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Uh, I did not want to report on, the, on it last week because I... Honestly, I, I'm going to be surprised if he's convicted of everything. This is a tough case. It really is. I, I've been upfront with you. I know you want him to go to prison forever, but I don't think that's going to happen. We'll see. We'll see. Uh, Kenosha County Circuit Judge Bruce Schrader uh, seemed to lean towards absolving Rittenhouse throughout the trial uh, to the point where prosecuting attorneys attempted to uh, induce a mistrial, which would have given him a, a chance to start from, the, uh, from scratch, I suppose. I think Rittenhouse will definitely go to prison, just not for murder, unless I am completely surprised by it. Uh, at least not first degree. And I don't think second degree is an option in this case. I don't think the judge is allowing it. Uh, Rittenhouse now faces five felony charges and misdemeanor weapons charges. If Rittenhouse is convicted of the most serious charge against him, he faces a mandatory sentence of life in prison. Uh, Kenosha County Circuit Judge Bruce Schroeder... Um, met with a, or Schrader, it's O-E. It depends on what part of the world you're from. Uh, he met with attorneys Friday morning for a conference on jury instructions, telling Rittenhouse presenting um, lesser offenses to the jury lowers the possibility of a second trial, but increases the risk of conviction. Uh, the judge indicated he would allow the jury to consider lesser charges in the shooting death of Anthony Huber. Uh, Rittenhouse is charged with uh, first degree intentional homicide while using a dangerous uh, weapon in uh, Hoover's death. Uh, he's charged with first degree reckless homicide while using a dangerous weapon in the death of Joseph Rosenbaum. For endangering the safety of Richard McGinnis, he's charged with first degree reckless endangering safety while using a dangerous weapon. For the shooting of Gage Grosskreutz, he is charged with attempted first-degree intentional homicide while using a dangerous weapon. And for endangering the safety of an unknown man known as the Jump Kick Man in court, Rittenhouse is charged with attempted first-degree reckless endangering safety while using a dangerous weapon. Uh, prosecutors requested the jury be given instructions on provocation after arguing Rittenhouse provoked Rosenbaum by raising his gun and pointing it at somebody, which led Rosenbaum to run after him. Okay? So, in other words, Rittenhouse is claiming self-defense because Rosenbaum was running after him. But if Rittenhouse hadn't raised the gun to aim it at somebody else, Rosenbaum would have never run after him. Uh, the judge agreed to allow the panel to consider whether he provoked Rosenbaum into attacking him, thus negating his self-defense. Uh, as attorneys in the homicide trial prepare for closing arguments today, Wisconsin Governor Tony Evers has 500 National Guard troops on standby outside of Kenosha ahead of a, a, a possible verdict. We all know what happened. We all know what happened here in Los Angeles back in, what was that, 1992? Was it 92 when those cops got off? 
Uh, moving on. After 15 months confinement, Ghislaine Maxwell is finally going, uh, going to trial for sex trafficking children, perjury, and the enticement of minors while she was a close associate of late financier Jeffrey Epstein. If you remember, he uh, committed suicide in prison. Allegedly. If you want to believe that. As I've mentioned before, if a woman named Jizz Lane asks you to come to a party, you may want to reconsider. Her name is Jizz Lane. Where do you think you're going to walk down? What do you think you're going to walk down? Jizz Lane. That, that's, I know a lot of people pronounce it Jelaine. Depends on what, which country you are in Europe. Some countries it's pronounced Jizz Lane. So, don't go to a party with Jizz Lane. That's just a bad omen. Uh, the 59-year-old. Uh, youngest child of a British newspaper magnate, Robert Maxwell, has been held on uh, a remand in a Brooklyn detention center since shortly after her arrest in July 2020. Of course, everyone wants to know what she knows and who she can implicate, you know, implicate Prince Andrew, Donald Trump, the Clintons, though Trump's uh, connections to Epstein are considerably deeper than Clinton's one or two public uh, event chance meetings. There are pictures of Trump's riding around the back of a limo with uh, Maxwell and Epstein. Uh, four applications for bail by Maxwell, uh, Jelaine Maxwell, have been turned down despite an offer of $28.5 million uh, from her lawyers. Uh, Judge Allison Nathan, a former associate uh, White House counsel for President Barack Obama, has ruled that the accused woman remains a flight risk and has not been honest about her financial means. Uh, Maxwell went underground after the arrest of Epstein in 2019. Uh, the FBI finally tracked her down in a secluded mansion in New Hampshire after using a mobile phone tracking device. Four accusers are expected to testify at trial. Uh, Maxwell's defense team is expected to argue that she was also a victim of Epstein's malevolent and controlling personality. Uh, you know, from what I've gathered in, in interviews with victims... It seemed that Maxwell was into it just as much as um, Epstein, if not more, and that she's just she's just hoping that a jury is going to see her as a victim just because she's a woman. That's what she's hoping for. Moving on, lucid air became Motor Trend's Car of the Year. Uh, Lucid is a uh, car company. Uh, like early on in Tesla, 2012, Tesla became uh, um, Motor Trend's Car of the Year, but it was its second model. Uh, Lucid's car designed by owner and former Tesla uh, employee one. Difference is this is Lucid's first model, and the high-end one has a 520-mile range. Of course, I think that's $177,000. You can get low-end ones that have lower ranges for like $70,000. At least that's what they're proposing. The cars aren't in large production just yet. But neither was Tesla way back when, when you could get their stock for only... Uh, I think it opened at... Didn't it open at $18? $18? Shot up to like $23? And now it's like $1,000 a share? I want to invest uh, in uh, uh, Lucid because I see it as the next $1,000 a share car company. 
And stocks are cheap right now under 45 bucks, so you might want to jump on. Are you feeling kinky? I know you didn't expect that from me. Uh, are you into water sports? Uh, before you say yes or no, I'm not talking about water skiing. You might want to Google water sports kink before seeing a Brass Against show. Brass Against is the name of the band. Lead singer, Sophia Urista, peed on a fan's face at a festival in Daytona Beach last week uh, during a set welcome to Rockville on Thursday night. Singer Sophia Urista pulled down her pants on stage and her underwear and peed on a surprisingly willing fan in the middle of her song. On Friday, the band posted an apology on Twitter, assuring fans that it was a it was it was not a planned stunt. Uh, yeah, you believe that? The tweet read, "We had a great time last night at Welcome to Rockville. Sophia got carried away. That's not something the rest of us expected, and it's not something you'll see again at our shows. Thanks for bringing it last night." Uh, the guy that she peed on stood up and scooped up some of the pee and threw it out over the audience. <laughs> I think what she did, uh, she might have mixed it with a little bit of water from a water bottle. Um, anyway, <laughs> yeah, you know, to each his own. Uh, anyway, then she told security to get him off the stage, which they did, and uh, there you have it. <clears throat> so that's it. Monday. Thanks for coming, man. Thanks for listening. I truly appreciate you. Uh, how'd we do today? Uh, medium show, right? Yeah, like uh, under 27 minutes. But thanks for listening. I truly appreciate you. Monday, November 15th, 2021. Monday, November 15th, 2021. Uh, PVTV. Political Views TV podcast. Those four words. That's what you Google to find me. I'll show up right at the top of the search. Uh, look for that little picture of a guy uh, of, of eyes uh, on what, a black and white uh, space around it. It's a painting. Actually, a painting that I did. I, I truly appreciate you coming every day. It's very nice of you. Uh, bring someone with you today or tomorrow. Uh, tweet to me. Questions, insights, or fights at Cyberclops. C-Y-B-E-R-C-L-O-P-S. Or maybe you want to alert me to a news story. Maybe you want to talk to me about politics. Maybe you want to talk to me about history. I know it all. And remember, always remember, government profit is measured by the betterment of the people. Don't you ever forget it. It's not money. That's not what the profit is. I'm Peter Lawrence, reporting from Los Angeles.